podium to recap that big win. We're going to hear from two players and head coach Kevin Stefanski. First up was head coach Stefanski. He gave us a final injury report from Sunday's game, and he told us how he thought his team performed in the big shutout win. Okay, injury front, Marquise Goodwin is uh, in concussion protocol. Uh, Jed Wills is going to go to IR with an MCL injury. That's not season-ending, uh, so expect him to work real hard in his rehab and get him back. Uh, on the game itself, you know, really dominant performance there by our defense in particular. Uh, I thought offensively proud of the guys having a clean slate, not turning the ball over, not giving the ball away, which had been, obviously we've done too often uh, this season. So have a clean game that way. Uh, and then I thought Corey was outstanding uh, in the field position game. So a lot that was really, really good. Uh, we're watching the film now with the players, learning from it, and then uh, we'll turn our attention to Baltimore. And with that, I'll take any questions. Uh, yeah, Kevin, just wondering with um, with Judd out for uh, at least the next four weeks, will you consider possibly using DeWand over there, or do you think you'll maintain the status quo on the right side and, and use James possibly at left tech? We'll work through all those things this week, Mary Kay. Uh, just talk with the coaches uh, about it and then practice. Uh, but we have options. Hey, Kevin, would James be the other starter, whatever side it is? Yeah, I mean, James is our swing tackle, so he's the next guy in. But th those are all things that we'll work through this week. And then um, how do you think Jed's been progressing, especially the last few games coming off the bye? Yeah, you know, Jed's played some really strong games for us. Uh, I thought he was playing well in that last one uh, yesterday as well. So disappointed for him, but uh, I know he'll work really hard and we'll get him back out there. Kevin, on the defensive side of the ball, what is it about this unit that makes them so disruptive, not only just on the edge, but like in yesterday's game, in that interior, in the linebacker's room, just all around? Damn, that's the word we use, disruptive. That's what we're trying to do. It's really kind of how our defense is built. Uh, and obviously everything, as you know, starts up front. So with our line, with the ends and the tackles, getting off the ball, uh, being aggressive in how we play. I think that, you know, uh, filters its way through our entire defense. Jordan Elliott seemed to have that kind of that initial spark, and then Dalvin went off for his multiple sacks. But how have you seen that grow this season? I've asked you about him before, but now with the production there, how have you seen him grow in that regard? Yeah, continues to play disruptive football for us. Uh, you saw him get in there in the run game, knocking people back, uh, getting, you know, finding his way to the quarterback just any which way he can, pressuring the quarterback. Uh, so he, he's been, uh, you know, really, he's playing good football for us. Kevin, um, your record as Browns coach, you are now 18 and six after losses. And a lot of that was built on the 2020 season when you, you didn't lose two games in a row that year. So did you pick this knack up somewhere along the coaching trail or how do you attribute that record of, of uh, winning games immediately after losses. You know, you hope not to lose any of them, Tone. You're, you're trying to go 1-0 and each week. Uh, you know, it, players do a good job of keeping the focus on the on the current week. Whether you win, lose, or draw the previous week, it really can't affect the next one. Another question is about Deshaun Watson. He seemed to uh, be looser on the longer passes. The shorter ones, uh, even earlier, Go back to before the injury, the touch passes seem to have been a challenge to him. Do you see that? And what do you attribute that to? I don't. Uh, you know, I get to see him in practice. I get to see him in games. 
you're going to have some misses. Uh, not many people are throwing 100% uh, on a completion percentage. So, uh, but the balls that he threw, uh, you know, two in particular stick out. The one to Amari, the deep one, and then the uh, earlier play action to Amari uh, in stride. Uh, I thought he made really good decisions, but uh, you know, he's a uh, he's good he's a good player, and he made some big plays for us yesterday. Yeah, Kevin, um, do you think you found a punt returner in Prochet? Yeah, we'll see how it goes, you know, this week. But I thought he made good decisions, got vertical. Uh, so we'll see. And uh, the three-headed running back uh, tree that you're going with right now um, seemed like another pretty good day uh, for them, especially with Kareem coming back. He's got five touchdowns, I think, in, in six games. Just what type of uh, life has he been able to inject in the running game uh, after you lost Nick? Yeah, Kareem's, as you know, and, and as everybody knows, you, you watch Kareem play, he plays hard. He runs hard. Uh, he, he's good in the pass game. Uh, so he, he has done a nice job for us in short yardage situations, goal line situations. Obviously, as you know, it takes everybody. You got to block and, and open up holes and that type of thing. But he, he Gets his, he puts his nose down. He, he's running really hard for us. Hey, Kevin, obviously you don't have Deshaun Sunday, but what else can you pick up from that uh, first Baltimore game uh, other than switching quarterbacks to have a, a better result? Yeah, I mean, it's every team you kind of change as the season goes on, so I'm sure they're going to be doing things a little bit differently. I know uh, you always have guys in and out of the lineup on both sides, so matchups may be different in certain areas. So those are the things that we'll get started on uh, this afternoon. Hey, Kevin, I wanted to ask about that, those running backs too. Um, just the ability to kind of use all those different guys, different types of runners, just not even throughout the game, but just on a single drive. How, how valuable is that for you guys? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, it's a testament to the players that they, they understand – different uh, spots that we're going to put them in. There's versatility in that room. Stump does a really nice job in game of uh, getting the right guy in there on certain plays and then understanding which guy is called for in a given moment. Uh, but we really like the versatility in that room. Those guys can really do a bunch of different things. It's not like they're one whole players, so to speak. Uh, so we'll continue to use them as such. And and I think I've heard you say that you want your punter to be a weapon. So So how valuable has Corey been for you guys? Yeah, he was a weapon yesterday. Uh, I just think, you know, a couple of those were hit really, really well. Uh, you're going to be in some field position games. And, uh, you know, I thought him, uh, Corey, and, and the punt unit really set that their offense up in some uh, disadvantageous uh, field position. Hey, Coach, talk about Deshaun. How did he come out of the game? I mean, health-wise, he feels good. No setbacks you can see. No, he's good. And what about Greg Newsom? Do you expect him to practice Wednesday? Where is he at in this? Yeah, I, I think we'll see. Uh, he, he's continuing to work really hard. So Wednesday, uh, we'll see where he is and, and we'll go from there. Hey, Kevin, the takeaways have really come in bunches for you guys the last three games. It seemed like yesterday, obviously, taking advantage and not giving the ball away either. But what do you think has been the difference over these last three in particular with that? Uh you know, you, you have to be given some opportunities uh, and then you have to make the most of those opportunities. We talk a lot about turning sacks into sack fumbles. So I thought that was an awesome job getting the ball out there uh, by Shelby. Uh, that's set, the, you know, that's seven points right there for the team. Uh, so I think with turnovers, we work them every day. First thing we do at practice. Uh, but 
you also have to play really sound defense. If you do your job on defense, typically you're going to be in a good spot to have an opportunity to make a play. And then one of those guys who caused those, obviously, Taki Taki. Um, just how has he been dealing with that hamstring injury? I mean, it looked like he didn't really have any setbacks with that yesterday. And it was his first interception since the 2020 season. So to see him make that play. Yeah, it was great. Uh, you know, he played really well for us yesterday. He's a physical football player. Uh, he played sideline to sideline and then, again, had an opportunity and, and went up and got the ball. Hey, Kevin, going back to Corey for a second but and how we've seen Dustin throughout the season, but how have you seen the special teams as a unit um, just kind of increase it, increase their production and just grow throughout the season? Yeah, I think as an entire unit, I think the guys are, are understand what we want to do. It wasn't perfect yesterday. had a couple of uncharacteristic penalties. That hurt us, uh, but I think each unit, uh, each phase of the special teams unit is understanding all the things that Bubba and Bravo are trying to instill in our team. Uh, they play with great effort. Uh, they play with, you know, an understanding, uh, fundamentals, techniques, those type of things. And, and I think it's, uh, we can only get better uh, in that unit. Um, Kevin, as far as your receiver situation goes, it seems like it's Cooper and everybody else. I mean, Cooper's the only one who's caught a touchdown pass. Do you think that's a reflection of your instability at quarterback this season and that everybody's just leaning on Cooper and not distributing the ball uh, like they would be if you had consistency at that position? Yeah, I don't know that I really spend a lot of time thinking about the stats of it. Uh, I think you know, we know, the opposing team knows Amari's a good football player. He gets a ton of attention. Uh, that, that opens up other opportunities, but – uh, like we talked about yesterday, the ball goes where the ball goes. It's just based on on coverage. Uh, all our guys are, are doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, and when the ball finds their way, we have a, a ton of trust in, in all of our receivers, tight ends, you name them. Hey, Kevin, I have two quick ones on the defense. Besides the no points given up, what was what did you think was either your favorite or the most impressive of those defensive stats? Yeah, I think the run game. Uh, you take the quarterback scramble out of, out of the, the run numbers, and it was – impressive and, and we knew that was going to be the game you know understanding playing a rookie quarterback we knew they're going to try to run the ball take some pressure off of him they've had success running the football you know they've yelled or they have will hernandez some some bigger offensive linemen and the ability to really stop the run uh was was uh, a job well done and and really just a great execution of the game plan and then it seemed like everybody who talked yesterday asked when asked about dalvin said how much they liked him why, why do you think he's so well-liked inside that locker room? <laughs> he's a good person. Uh, probably start there. Uh, great personality. Gets along with everybody. Provides great leadership. Uh, but just a, a rock-solid person. The players went next, and safety Juan Thornhill was the first to go. He talked about the turnovers that the defense have created and how much of a challenge this Baltimore offense possesses next week. Juan, what does it say about your defense that not only were you able to get this first shutout in a long time for the NFL, but to do it while holding that offense to just 58 total yards? I mean, it's huge. Like, we came off probably not one of our best games, but guys responded very well. Um, guys clicked together, um, just did that 111, and that's, that's why I think played a huge role in us being able to uh, shut this offense down and allow only like 58 yards, and that's that's unheard of. Yeah, Juan, uh, the impact that that front uh, is having, they had seven sacks yesterday, but uh, I want to ask you about the, the creation of the turnovers. Uh, what impact are they having in helping you guys uh, in the secondary uh, start to pile up the turnovers, which is something early in the season you guys weren't able to do because you kept getting off the field so fast? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys are putting pressure on the quarterback. When you get those guys that's getting back there fast, making the quarterback uncomfortable, uh, quarterbacks start to make bad decisions, such so just throwing the ball up, hoping their receivers can make a play. And uh, I believe in our guys that we'll come down with that ball. So uh, our front's been doing a heck of a job by getting back there to that quarterback, making them uncomfortable. Hey, Juan, what was it like in that huddle as the defense just kept getting, getting better and better? What were you guys saying to each other? I mean, we've been talking all week, you know, um, we'll have like we'll start slow, then we'll finish strong. But the thing is, this week we wanted to um, start fast and finish strong. So every time we got together, one thing we always said was just like we got to finish, continue to do what we've been doing. That's pretty much all we said, like um, everybody doing that 111, not trying to do too much to make a play. The plays would just come to us. But how cool was it then? I mean, the, the fans are into it. They just every stop you guys got, it seemed to get louder. Oh, yeah. I mean, when the fans get engaged, it always makes it so much better. Like when your fans is quiet, it's just not as fun. Um, when your fans make a lot of noise, you can like engage with them, pump them up a little bit, and they just make us play a lot better. Um, so I really enjoy being out there and being in that environment. Hey, Juan, Denzel had another interception yesterday. Um, it seems like from our vantage point, he's having one of his best seasons. What What have you seen from him this year? The best cornerback in the league. I can simply say that, like, the ball going his way, guy's not catching the ball. I mean, Denzel's been preparing hard each and every day, uh, perfecting his craft, and it's starting to show, like, um, guys can't get open. If the quarterback throw it his way, like, you don't know if you're going to uh, complete it or he's going to come down with the ball, you know? So uh, Denzel, he's been doing a heck of a job with, with everything, and I just hope he continue to do what he's been doing and leading us. And then I know, obviously, you, you guys have played a handful of division games, but – you know, now you're getting into a, a big stretch here with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Are you excited to kind of get that that next taste of of AFC North football here? Oh yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we we beat Cincinnati, lost to Baltimore, so um, this is a rematch. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, I feel like we'll come in with a with a different swag about us. You know, a little bit more energy. We'll play more uh, some better Cleveland Brown football for you. Hey, Juan, um, I know when the takeaways weren't coming for you guys, Jim talked about like he still thought it was important that you don't overly press to get them because that can make you prone to giving up explosive plays, making mistakes. Um, and it seems like you guys didn't do that. So what do you think was key in doing that? And how do you stay level headed and say, OK, it's not because we're doing something wrong. It's maybe just because the right opportunity is not there yet. Yeah, coach, he was telling us like don't chase it because they'll come like the the front was getting back there. They, we were getting off the field a lot. And guys were doing their job. And if you start chasing plays, that's when bad things start to happen. So we just wanted to stay consistent, uh, let the front keep on rushing. And then once the opportunity is, presents itself, we just make the play. And that's what happened. Like, we're starting to get a lot more opportunities. We're not doing anything different. And I'm curious because some of the linebackers and other DBs have talked about it. Like, you guys obviously have the best view, I think, in the house of what that defensive line is doing. So can you describe what it's like when you're out there and what you're seeing them do? I would say I got the best view in the house by like out of everyone. Like, you know, the linebackers are right behind them, but I'm like the usually the furthest guy back. Um, and just watching those guys eat up front is is incredible. Like with me, I, I sit there, I pedal two times and they're in the backfield. That makes our job so much more easy. And just just watching all those guys get after the quarterback and it looked like they're really enjoying themselves doing it. Hey Juan, um what's the key to the defense finding that consistency that Jim Schwartz is looking for. He talked about not being feast and famine, feast or famine. So how do you get that consistency? 
I mean, just working each and every day, like not chasing those plays. Cause when you chase plays, bad things happen. It's just constantly just playing together, you know, not just playing for yourself. So that's the main thing. We just have to stay consistent with that. That's all I can really say about it. And is there any kind of motivation factor going against a Ravens defense that leads the league in points while you guys lead it in yardage? You know, like we always see like the top defenses, like, and we see that, that the Ravens defense up there. So we're going to be competing with those guys as well. If they get a takeaway, we're going to try to get one as well. So um, that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to compete with them as we're competing with uh, the Ravens offense as well. Juan, you had those AFC matchups early in the season, and then you guys have been playing really good defense throughout a couple games that you maybe weren't so happy with, not against those divisional rivals. Now that they're coming back on the schedule, how much do you think those games where you didn't play the best defensive football that you guys wanted to can benefit you entering these games? How much do you think you learned from those moments? We learned a lot, honestly. Like, we were riding on the high at one point, you know, thinking like, we were unstoppable, and these teams came out and they hit us in the mouth a couple of times and showed us that we could we can be beat. And I feel like we needed that. And I just feel like this is a perfect opportunity just to continue to climb to get to where we want to be. Yeah, Juan, just uh, could you touch on the resiliency of this team? A lot has happened to you guys uh, in in these eight games. Uh, you've had a lot of injuries. You guys have had to d- deal with uh, you know shuffling lineups and that. And yet here you guys sit at uh, at, at five and three. And everyone in this division right now w- would be in the playoffs. Just uh, what's it say about this team? And, and how have you guys been able to overcome everything that you've been had to deal with here? I mean, guys constantly preparing each and every day. Like, even if you're not a starter, you're viewed as a starter in this defense. Because, I mean, guy, you're literally one play away. A guy can go down. You ha- you're expected to step in and produce just like everyone else. So I would say that's the main thing. Just guys taking this their job seriously and preparing hard each and every day. Real quickly, Juan, so when are you going to get your first pick? I know you had some with the Chiefs when you get one here. I mean, I've been I've been waiting, honestly. Um, you know, people look at interceptions and think that's like everything. But with me, I just have to do my job and not chase chase these opportunities. And, you know, they'll come to me. And I just haven't been presented with that opportunity yet. But um, when that chance comes, I'm going to make it. Um, but I'm not going to chase anything. It was a short day at the podium, and linebacker Sione Takitaki wrapped up the day. He told us a great story about what he did after his interception and how the defense can improve against Lamar Jackson this time around. Yeah, I was curious. Um, you gave the inter- after your interception, gave the ball to your wife on the sideline. What was that moment like for you, and just being able to go over to her and, and hand her that ball? Yeah, it was it was pretty funny because uh, she usually doesn't you know sit in those seats. Um, but she kind of told me the night before, like, hey, you know, uh, we're going to be sitting in these seats. My in-laws are in town. And she's like, if you get an interception, you know, just run me the ball. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I was like, bet, you know, if I, if I you know, make a play, I'll, I'll run you the ball. And so it was kind of funny how it happened. Like, you know, cause sometimes you're like, I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make an interception. But, you know, a play came my way, got it. And, like, the first thing I thought when I got to the ground, I'm like, oh, dang, this is really about to happen. <laughs> she's sitting over there so I was like and I ran it over there so it was pretty cool it was a pretty sweet moment what um what was going through your head as that play was unfolding and you know you, you did get the interception I guess like how did you what was your vantage point through that play yeah you, we knew they they like to do like the flat seven concept and um you know the tight end motioned over and I was kind of the buzz player um you know I've, I've been in the position throughout my career you know and in, in, in that buzz position so I kind of just just baited him a little bit, you know. If he, if he used to throw it to the flat, you know, I'd have to rally there and make the tackle. But um, 
he he was definitely trying to go for the seven round and, and I was just able to, to get it. So um we work it a lot too with my coaches, um, you know, every every week. So um just just happy I was in that position to make a play for my team. Sienna, we've we've heard all season long about how the defensive line are the the, the kind of the stars, they're the big playmakers. Uh, but how satisfying is it for you when you're able to make the play down the line when those plays fall back to you guys and you're able to make those big explosive splash plays as well? Yeah, I feel like um, like you mentioned, our, our D lines are our defense. When those guys are going, man, then we're firing. You you've heard that you know throughout this whole you know since camp. So. Um, those guys, you know, make, make make it easy for us. I feel like they were making plays since, you know, play one. Um, but yeah, it feels good when we're able to make those splash plays too as, as the linebackers and safeties um, when the ball comes our way. Um, but just really proud of our guys, you know, just want to shed light on the D-line, man. I feel like, you know, it was, it was their game. They played really well and, and uh, is the reason why we were able to dominate. How much of this is you know, trust in that D-line. So Juan mentioned not wanting to chase plays and just letting them come to him. How much is that trusting that they're going to be able to get their job done and just letting the plays unfold as they will? Yeah, no, that, we, we, we got an incredible front. So, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, things don't don't go our way. Uh, we just got to stay consistent and keep at it. You know what I mean? Don't, don't try to do anything out of the norm. Um, you know, the, the other teams, you know, get paid, you know, to play too. So, uh, they're they're going to make their plays, but we, I trust big in the, in the D line to continue to call our plays and let them uh, be as disruptive as possible. Hey, Sony, um, do you guys feel like you have something to prove defensively after how that first matchup with the Ravens won? Yeah, you always want to play better. You know what I mean? If, if you, uh, with, with the loss, so you know we we definitely want to want to show up and, and put our uh, better foot forward. Um, we they you know credible team. Uh, they're, they're playing really good ball, and so we're, we're up for the challenge to, um, you know, practice our tails off and, and come ready to play. And, and Jim talked last week about stopping the feast or famine part of the defense. Um, how do you guys gain that consistency that you're looking for? Yeah, just, just focusing on the details every week, you know what I mean? Not trying to do anything um, out of the norm and, and just focusing on the details every day, being consistent, and um, that's really how we're going to um, – you know, get back to to being us. And I feel like um, we had a great week this last week. It's something to build on um, going into to a great challenge, great conference game. Uh, yes, Sione. Uh what can you say about how well Lamar is playing this season and how it looks like he has taken his game to a whole new level? Yeah, and L Lamar has been, I feel like, pretty dominant his, his whole career. Um, obviously, he got the contract, so he, he's pre pretty dominant this year. He's, he's showing... Um, that he's still uh, one of the best in the league. And, you know, he's just one of those dynamic players who, where, you know, he, he's going to throw the ball, but he's also going to use his legs. And so, um, you know, when teams, you know, game plan for him, you, you got to account for his legs and, um, you know, him running. So, um, you know, like I said, we're going to have to get back to the details this week, focus in, have a great, great week of practice. Uh, we've got a good challenge ahead. Yeah, Sione, coaches like to talk about take them one week at a time here. Uh, you know, you have to separate game to game. But in your guys' case, uh, coming off the performance that you had Sunday against the Cardinals, just how do you carry that momentum forward when you're playing uh, a team that's uh, as hot as Baltimore is right now? Yeah, we got we to take the good, the good things we did, correct the bad things we did, and, uh, and prepare for, for the Ravens, obviously. 
you don't like to dwell in, in, in the win that we have. You know what I mean? You don't want to, you know, kind of just, you know, hey, we, we had a great win. It can kind of leak into to this week. So we're happy with the win. But now this is a new week, new team, conference game, uh, a really great team we got to prepare for. So, you know, just just really locking in and focusing on this on these guys. And as someone that's been with this team for uh, a few years now, uh, from your perspective, uh, just, you know, how neat is it to really see uh, that maybe the type of defense that you had hoped to be a part of when they drafted you really kind of come together this year? Yeah, we've, we've had a, a good defenses over the past, but I feel like, you know, this has definitely probably been one of the best. Um, just really happy, you know, as, as a defensive player, you always want to be part of a unit that's, um, you know, towards the top. And um, I feel like I'm just excited to be a part of it wherever I can help. And, um, you know, is that we got still a long season ahead. So um, continue to attack the details and um, don't try to look too much ahead. You know, don't try to look at, at the stats, where we're at, where, you know, where we're slotted. Um, just try to take it day by day. You guys were front-loaded really early on in the season with a bunch of divisional matchups. How important do you think those were now that you're here at this point and those divisional matchups are coming back around for the second go? How important do you think that having those guys early in the season could be for when you face them again coming up? Yeah, I feel like every game is important, obviously. Um, but yeah, these conference games mean a lot, especially right now where, you know, I feel like our conference is doing really well. It was good to get a look at them early. Uh, things kind of change as the season goes on, but just, you know, watching the tape, um, you know, the, the, these guys still um, do do really great things and things that they were doing early in the season, they're still doing now, but um, we got to prepare for them. Uh, they're, 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 they're a really good team and we're up for the challenge. We got we to gotta take it day by day. Hey, Sione, I'm just wondering on a, on a personal level, I know you got your locker near him and everything. We, Kevin told us the Jet is going to miss some time, but it, it's not a season-ending injury. So uh, how relieved are you that maybe it wasn't as bad as it looked when, when he got carted off there? Yeah, I'm really sad for Jed. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually really happy, though. You know what I mean? I thought it was more serious uh, than, than the six weeks. So that's good news. And, um, you know, he'll he'll attack rehab and, and get back after it. So. Good news for the team. You mentioned how good the division is. Um, like, what goes through your head when you look at those graphics that say all four, you, all four of the teams would be in the playoffs if they ended, you know, if the season ended right now, and the fact that, you know, I think you guys are the only division with all four teams with winning records. Yeah, Scott, like I, like I said, man, we try not to look at, you know, all the stats and where we're, where we're slotting. Um, just, just looking forward to this week and, and uh, the challenge we have ahead. I mean, does it speak to just how tough the competition is, though, that you guys face throughout the season with these guys? Right, yeah. Tough, tough conference. Um, you know what I mean? We're going to have to put our best foot forward every week. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns on social media, youtube.com slash Browns, and the Cleveland Browns mobile app to get the latest news from the Browns' 27-0 win over the Arizona Cardinals. I'm Jake Malensic, and thanks so much for listening to the Browns From the Podium podcast.